Hi, this is Tim Golden of the Motown Philly Podcast here asking you an important question. Are you a woman survivor of childhood sexual abuse? If so, your voice is your strength and your healing journey starts now. Broken to Blessed, hosted by Michelle Hall, is the podcast designed specifically to serve you. Tune in to witness the remarkable transformation as survivors share how they reclaim their lives through the power of their voices. This podcast is your safe space to find your voice and thrive. Explore real stories of resilience, growth, and empowerment, and discover how your voice can be the key to unlocking your healing journey. Ready to rewrite your story? Subscribe today to Broken to Blessed with Michelle Hall on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Broken to Blessed, where your voice transforms your story and paves the way to a life of empowerment. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Motown Philly Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tim Golden, here with my co-host. It's your boy, Jason Hall. What up, though? Jason Hall. Jason Hall the Motown and Motown Philly from Detroit, Michigan. Yours truly, Tim Golden, is the Philly in Motown Philly from Philadelphia, PA, city of brotherly love, home of my Philadelphia Eagles and my Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, I claim the Phillies, even though we gave it up in the NLCS, two games at home. We came home with a 3-2 lead and lost in seven games. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But in the words of the Philadelphia fans that will bring through eternity, there's always next year. Anyway, folks, welcome to the Motown Philly Podcast Season 2, Episode 8. Here at the Motown Philly Podcast, we're all about communication, connection, and community. And we are also about gratitude. Jay, tell the folks out there how grateful we are for them and for each other, man. Listen, guys, gratitude game stays tight. Tim knows it each and every day we get on these each and every week we get on these microphones and we get to share our hearts with you guys in the under the umbrella of what is communication connection and community those things be true in our hearts um, for each other and for you guys we know that you guys have connections with individuals who you would want to have more connectivity to that you would want to um, touch base and communicate to in a very concrete functional and practical way that can maybe you know break through headways and for tim and i to have this platform we are grateful and the gratitude in our hearts um, for you guys to listen to the conversations that we have that hopes in some way to move the 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 barometer or to move the gauge in the in the right way to having real solid community and connection with those who you love and those who who are in your community so tim and i are super excited each and every week to get on this podcast and speak to you guys and bring you on into the room we're just grateful gratitude is overwhelming as always with us and we want to share it with you guys grateful for you guys and the community that we're building here get inside the face room and say hi if you've never said hi we're growing each and every day and we thank you for we thank you for that that's right y'all we are growing we are trying to get better we're doing everything we can excuse me we're doing everything we can to continue to deliver content on communication connection and community and today is no exception jason because today we are going to have a conversation about therapy and communication therapy is one of those words that's bandied about today and we sometimes flippantly tell people you need therapy or etc 
say silly things like, who hurt you? You need to go to therapy. We kind of go back and forth, but about a month ago, we did an episode on the self and communication. And I don't know if you remembered, if you're listening, if you haven't heard that episode, you should go back and, excuse me, and check it out. It's an episode in which we talked about the Danish uh, philosopher Soren Kierkegaard and how he talked about the complexities of the self and about how easy it is, about how much easier it is to overlook the self and just hold on to beliefs that we may have that are comforting, right? And so today, what Jason and I wanna do is have a conversation about what happens when you pay attention to yourself. What, what really happens? when you go to therapy, what is it? Now, therapy is a broad term. Excuse me, I don't know what's wrong with my throat today. Therapy is a broad term that encompasses lots of different things, right? And we're not talking about physical therapy. We're talking about therapy for the emotions for the the mental self. And let me just say, if you had an injury, a physical injury, and it was an injury, say, to your leg, and you had to have surgery on your leg, or you say you broke your leg, at some point, not only would you need medical attention, but you would need to go through rehab for your leg to get you back to where you were before. And sadly, Jason, we live in a world that privileges the physical over the mental and the emotional. And we tend to privilege the things that we see. So if you have a physical problem, you have absolutely no issue going to the doctor to get surgery and then following up with a physical therapist to help you get back to where you were before the injury. Well, therapy in the emotional sense is a lot like that. Not every injury we suffer is a physical injury. We can break our legs, but trauma can break our spirits. Mm-hmm. And bad relationships can break our concentration. They can leave us with all kinds of sadness anger, bitterness, resentment. And just imagine if you broke your leg and you never got to treat it. And then you broke your hand and you never got that treated. And then you fell on the sidewalk and broke your arm and you never got that treated. At some point, it would be impossible for you to move around because you would have suffered so many injuries without them ever being treated that the pain would just be too much for you. Now we would be insane, Jason, to treat our physical body in that way. And yet that's exactly what we do to our inner lives and our emotions. We suffer injury after injury after injury. We don't treat them. And then we wonder why we are walking around in a funk, in a depression, suffering from anxiety. Now, Jason and I are not psychologists. We're not Mm -hmm. trained therapists. I can tell you that I have been in therapy 
that I am in therapy and that for me, what I have discovered is that I was one of those people walking around with multiple broken bones and multiple traumas that haven't been treated. And it was hard for me to get anywhere emotionally. It was hard for me to grow, right? And so if we're not going to treat our physical body like that, why is it that we allow ourselves to treat our mental and our emotional health with such neglect? And I think it's because we have a way of privileging the things that we see over the things that we don't see. We see our bodies, but we can't see our minds, our hearts, and our spirits. And that's the part of us that therapy tries to help. Jay, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, therapy can, you know, I think we're moving out of the age where therapy is and is and has been taboo for most but i still think that there are still pockets in different cultures depending on your age and where you're from that therapy can still be something that is mystifying um to work uh, with a counselor a psychologist um a practicing sociologist who works um with um you know, psychological or, or sociological things that help to kind of move you forward and clear some things in your life and, and heal in a lot of ways. That can still be something that that is that can still be taboo because it is an abstract thing that is not tangible or can be touched. However, um, it's to know that therapy can be used especially if you have a good therapist let's just say that so when tim and i speak about therapists because i too have had therapy i'm not currently in one but i have a therapist on retainer <laughs> uh and i can call him up at any time i need him and he can schedule me in um but tim knows this if i had the liquid cash i would see my therapist at least at least twice a week i mean i'm sorry twice a month sorry or at least once a month just because it's just an objective view into my own life a therapist can add extra eyes if you will to to my situation things that i don't see tim also knows this that i am blessed with a to use your words him with a bivy of uh, or a concentration of certain good human beings. Tim is one of them that is in my life that helps that helps me see me because I allow Tim the 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 I'm losing the word, but I, I allow Tim the opportunity, if you will, to give me loving and constructive critique. But like Tim said, he's not a therapist and there's only so so much that he can contribute, but he does help me see the blind spots. But to talk about a therapist, you have a person who was trained um, with with the ability and the tools to walk you through certain situations that um, a friend, if you will, a mom or brother could not necessarily walk you through. Although those individuals are important to your life, you wouldn't go to your trusted friend to do heart surgery, right, Tim? You wouldn't go to a speech therapist to do physical therapy. Um, these uh, therapists who are counselors, who are psychologists uh, and things of that nature are trained to do a certain work to help you understand things that are going on in, in your life. And they have methodology and practices, especially if they're good. Like I said, Tim and I are talking from the standpoint of knowing that all therapists are not created equal. So we're not, we're, 
we're definitely advocates of good therapy of therapy but we're advocates more of good therapy and that's coming from someone who you can be vulnerable with and they help you to see yourself like you've never seen yourself before so that you can move the the bar forward if you will in your life and grow and heal and resolve some things that may have happened in your past and if we're honest quite frankly have happened in your past that is affecting affecting your future i heard something someone say this that some of us you know it's it's impossible to live in our past because our past is already gone but a lot of us take our past and put it in the future and then that's what handicaps us do you understand that tim that's a beautiful (laughs) that's a beautiful way to to think about that um very powerful yeah powerful it's powerful imagery Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i'll say is and i speak from my own experience jason and i aren't just talking about people who are they're trained they're trained and they're licensed right so these are licensed professionals right right and jason i i'll just be vulnerable and transparent here I am not the same person I was eight years ago. Eight years ago, I was a totally different person. Mentally and emotionally, eight years ago, I was the equivalent of someone who had broken both legs and both arms and who was wondering why he had a hard time walking. I had so much untreated trauma in my life. I had so much untreated low self-esteem, so much untreated codependency. I had a lot of problems that I never faced. Don't forget what, how we opened the conversation. You would look at me like I was, you would look at someone like they were crazy if they got into a car accident and had broken bones and never got them treated, right? Then we would consider that person to be a lunatic. Like what is wrong? Like, why didn't you go to the doctors? And yet when it comes to our mental and emotional health, we could be in the equivalent of a 10 car pile up or getting hit by a Mack truck emotionally and mentally and never go to therapy. And somehow, and this is, this is what I'm excited about here at Motown Philly, Jason. Somehow, I believe we exist here at Motown Philly to help push our culture to the place where somebody who gets into that mental and emotional Mack truck running them over treats getting mental and emotional help as urgently as you would treat getting physical help if you had been ran over by a truck. You know how we triage people to hospitals and airlift people to ERs? There are a lot of therapeutic interventions that are absolutely necessary for us. But because we neglect ourselves, because we take all kinds of cheap substitutes to the Christian folks out there, oh, I'll just pray about it. Oh, God is my therapist. Oh, I'll just, I'll just do, I'll just do this or I'll just do that. That's not going to help you. And, and so Jason, I I would hope, man, that we would come to a place where people in our culture begin to see the deep need for therapy in a mental or an emotional sense in the same way that we see a need for intervention for physical injuries because you might not be able to see the injury mentally and emotionally the way you can see the broken leg 
or the cracked rib on an x-ray. But I tell you what, at some point, mentally and emotionally, you're going to see depression. You're going to see anxiety. You're going to see the inability to be accountable. Oh, man. Jay, talk to me, man. No, I think it's just it's just to kind of double down on the point that, you know, I may our culture is 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 set up to see the exterior um to fix the exterior to to make it up if you will to make it look presentable we live in a world where filters in this we live in on our on our socials they they exist and especially if you haven't met the individual you don't know if that's really how they they look you know whether it's a guy or a girl they might be filtered until you until you actually meet meet that person you'd be like you don't look like i thought you looked because of the filter and because we're taught to care so much about the exterior you know i want to look good i want to get this done i want to make sure I this is presentable so I can be more like attractive and let me just tell you Tim and I are learning that the new sexy is not necessarily the outside the new sexy is is your ass going to therapy and 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 well Tim has said this sometimes therapy and saying you need to go to therapy has been used as a weapon to kind of slight someone it's almost like prayer in a sense because I think we're getting to a point where therapy isn't so taboo anymore and it's just like you know someone has a problem and somebody can be like oh you need to take your ass to therapy and i think that's that's a disservice to the actual work of therapy and the thing the thing that someone might need to do because even though therapy is important tim you or i didn't get through and learn and grow in therapy without the community right you didn't every time when tim and i used to have sessions and it still happens to this day if um if i go to therapy or tim has a session with his person um you know we have a we have a after talk about it because that's a way to process what we just been through and when we can process what we've been through it kind of con- it kind of makes those things that we're learning more concrete and then whatever I learned, I share with Tim and he kind of incorporates that maybe into his life um, to help make sense of things that he's working on and, and vice versa. So um, the idea of working on the exterior over the the what is on the inside, the inner man, man. Um, yeah, that is the new sexy, bro. Like that's just, that's those are requirements when it comes to like hey can i connect with this person on the real or the thing is a lot of people they they can they can rationalize as to why they don't you know why they don't need to go to therapy that's that's a whole nother conversation i think too yeah and i think that in the end the message is simple the inside is just as important as the outside and we have to be even more vigilant about what is on the inside, because as you just nicely put it, Jason, our culture celebrates the exterior. We celebrate the exterior and we tend to neglect the interior. And one of the things that I, that I, I need to, this is a point that I really need to get across. And it is that therapy is designed to help you come to grips with things in your life that have done you harm that may bother you overtly or sometimes we don't realize that it's a traumatic event or some other incident in our lives that's bothering us because all we see are symptoms. 
we might have anxiety, we might have depression. And we live in a society that likes to medicate people. And I'm not here to come down on anybody that takes medication. I'm not going to say yay or nay to meds. I can only speak from my own experience. If your experience is different, then that's great. I know anxiety and depression are sometimes chemical imbalances in the brain that need medication in order to level things off and get them right. But what I also know from my experience is that sometimes the anxiety and depression that we experience are because of untreated trauma. Untreated trauma can make us anxious. It can make us depressed. And fortunately for me, and again, this is just me. I know your experience might be different if you're listening out there, but for me, I have been able to get through my therapy without ever taking any medication. And for me, I consider that to be an achievement. I also want to point out that therapy is not a panacea for mm -hmm. all of your problems. You will not get well with just therapy. You need a good therapist for sure, but you also need a supportive network of friends and family. Yes, sir. You have to connect with friends and family outside of your therapy session. Your therapist is a trained professional, but your therapist is not a magician. Or the community. Or the, or the entire community. Your therapist may be part of your community, part of your village, part of your tribe, part of your squad, mm -hmm. right? however you want to say it, mm -hmm. or your team. Your therapist might be your point guard, but your therapist ain't not the whole team. True, true, like, and, like that. And for me, I have had the benefit. Jason talked about me, and, and I'm just... Listen, I can't tell you. If I start talking about how good a friend Jason is to me, y'all gonna start hearing, you know, music in the background. <laughs> but but Jason, I mean, in addition, likewise, to in addition to my therapist, I have people like Jason, and I have a number of other close friends, and I have my family, who have who I have leaned on over these past eight years to really help me transform myself. I mean, I am, I, and I mean, really, even that's kind of problematic, right? I didn't transform myself through my association with my therapist and my friends. The community has transformed me. What's beautiful, Chick? Stay there, bro, because... Right? The community is transformative. Like, so you, you talk right? to, you talk about the stages. Of communication, connection, and community. Well, how why are we trying to get to community? Because there's there's some transformation in community. Oh, that's good. Boy, you better go ahead. You got me ready to run. Oh, that's good. Down the block. Yes, indeed. That's right. Ooh. The right kind. Of, well, I I put it to you this way. Uh, community can change you. Mm. Community can help you conform or community can help you be transformed, right? Mm -hmm. And my community of people in my life has transformed me. I, I have a center now. I have a core now. I have a very clear sense of my life, my purpose. I know what it is that I'm doing from one day to the next. And I don't say this to be braggadocious because, again, Jason and I say this all the time. I still don't have it all together. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning. I'm still fumbling. I'm I'm stumbling. I'm not perfect. I don't always get it right. And I, Jason will be the first to tell you the same thing about himself. But what we did, what we do know is that when you start paying attention to yourself, good things can happen good things can happen. My therapy is going to be coming to an end soon. I think. Very soon. 
And I will be able to look back on it and say that the community helped change me. And my therapist is very much part of that community. Jason is very much part of that community. And check this out. As you're listening, you're part of that community too, because Jason and I, when we get on these mics, we understand that it ain't just about us sitting up here pontificating and bloviating and talking uh-huh. about this, that, whatever. These are things that we actually have to live if we're going to have integrity out sure. here in podcast streets, right? We have to be mature. We have to be responsible. And, and we have to walk the walk even as we talk to talk about communication connection in the community we got to really be about it let, let me interject and say this you and i have often said that because we do this podcast we live more circumspect more we live a better life because what we say over these airways these podcasting airways helps us to stay accountable and here's what's transformative like because you guys tap in and listen to us shout out to you guys because y'all do that hopefully it's doing the same thing that you guys it's making you hopefully our podcast helps you become more aware of yourself and it is this is not for self-indulgence it's when you become more aware of yourself the more attention good attention you put on yourself the better you are to move in this world and to have better relationships, starting with yourself. And then that flows into other people, which creates a more of a transformative life for you and those around you. So how we stay accountable by getting on these mics every week and, and talking about the subject matters that we talk about that resonate, not with just us, but with you guys, hopefully when you listen in, it helps to keep some level of self accountability. Like, yo, Tim and Jason are talking about therapy. And like he's like Tim said in the beginning, like some guy, some guy, some, some lady, some, some young person might be listening to this and they might be thinking, yo, I've been thinking about therapy for a minute. My situation, I don't have anyone to talk to. I don't have anyone to, to, to really pour out my soul to without being judged. I don't have anyone to share this to help me maybe navigate and figure out things from a perspective I haven't thought about yet because we don't have all the answers. Like we pray that someone hears what we have to say and gets encouraged, gets inspired, maybe makes that phone call and and find someone to help. Listen, man, all therapists are not created equal, but you can find someone that a therapist that resonates with you. Um, Tim and I were very fortunate to find who to find who we found, but I tell you, we looked up some and some didn't <laughs> some didn't make the cut. So I mean, some you gotta fire some therapists after a session a session or two. But you'll know that person once once you get in there and sit with them for for a session or two. But know that you have the power to be like, nah, you ain't the one. And go to the next one. It's your money and it's your life. Do that. That's right. That's right. Speaking of do that, Jason, it's your money. It's your life. Do that. It's your money. It's your business. Do that. What are we talking about? You need to be advertising here with the Motown Philly podcast. Here at the Motown Philly podcast, we are a growing podcast. Our listening audience is growing. We have a listening audience in New York, in Los Angeles, in the UK. We have listeners in Africa. We have listeners all over the world. And so we are growing here at Motown Philly. We want you to grow with us. We have three very affordable packages, advertising packages. And if you contact us at Motown Philly Community, at gmail.com that's motown philly community all one word motown philly community at gmail.com we will get right back in touch with you and send you a price list of all of our packages and a description listen entrepreneurs need to find affordable advertising and here at the motown philly we are confident that this is the platform that you need to help grow your business and that 
even as we grow, we can help you grow with us. So once again, if you're looking for a way to advertise your brand to make it top notch, please consider advertising with us here at Motown Philly. We, we would love to have your business and we would love to grow with you. Again, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so at Motown Philly Community at gmail.com. Again, that's Motown Philly Community at gmail.com. Advertise with us and we'll grow together. Yes. So, Jason, I was thinking as you were talking, just before we had our advertisement there. And I'm not the same person I was eight years ago. I've said that already. But in not being the same person I was eight years ago, I didn't make this transformation just so that I can tell the world, hey, look at me, look at how great I am. I, the community helped heal me so that I can better serve the community. Mm-hmm. So myself, my interest in healing myself is an interest in myself, not as an end, which would be narcissism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I'm interested in healing my mental and emotional healing and well-being, not as an end in itself, but as a means to the greater end. I've been divorced for seven years. A lot of people ask me, Tim, you think you'll ever get married again? I don't know. I, I really don't. But what I do know is that if I ever do remarry, if I ever do get into a serious relationship with a woman, the Tim Golden that she is getting in this current version will be a Tim Golden that will be better for her in relationship. So again, my healing is not for me. The community healed me so I can be good to the community. Yeah. Because I'm no good to the community if as a philosopher, if I'm walking around anxious, depressed, if I'm bitter, if I'm if I'm if I'm so down on myself, I don't have any confidence. One of the things you have to have as an academic philosopher, you got to have thick skin. You write proposals and you send them in. And, you know, people who don't know you, who are a lot smarter than you, they read what you have to say. And they're like, nah, you need to do this or this isn't going to work. And as an actor, same thing. You go audition. You know, people are going to give you notes. They're going to give you criticism, right? You have to be able to deal with those things. And I cannot be at my best if I am mentally and emotionally compromised. Mm -hmm. And if I'm, because if I'm not at my best, then I hurt the community. I have to help the community. Yeah. So yeah. I need ther- I've needed therapy to help me help myself so that I in turn can help the community. So there's a community that transforms me and equips me to come back and transform the community. Yeah. Uh, That's I, what I, it's all about. I think of that just how you phrase that. And I like to sum it up with a thought that I've been having reoccurrently this week. Um, I, you've, you guys may have heard of it, but it's just like, I don't like to bleed on people. Right. I don't meaning that things that, that are concentrated to the control of what I have to do in and for and with my life. I don't, if I can help it, I don't want it to be affecting, bleed on someone, the community, if you will. Because, well, for one, you don't want it to happen. And because if you bleed on somebody, that's those are your wounds in a way spilling out and it affects the community. 
and you want to be you want to have gratitude in your heart that you have a community to in certain ways bleed on but from a perspective of bleeding it's just like I think of it as like there are things that I could have controlled or healed if you would will to not to not have to bleed out like I I feel like there and Tim we can have this back and forth conversation about this particular subject but it's just like if I did the things that I needed to do I wouldn't be disruptive if you I think to bleed out is like triage out there's a lot of attention there's a lot of like lights and sutures and 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 scalpels whatever it's just it's a it, bleeding out means that there was some trauma if you will that is now impacting the community and now the community is not necessarily doing the thing that it can do at its highest form and level because now the attention is turned to one person because that being me and having to triage when when the community is set up to triage because in some ways that's what it's for especially for certain circumstances but the community's intent and purpose is not to necessarily to be a to be the hospital is to be an organism that that moves forward um to do to do great things uh for the community at large i don't know i just kind of threw that in there as a thing like i just the, the bleeding out like we want to be better so we don't you don't want to no one want you don't no one wants to be around the person who's just forever in triage or forever having these these social mishaps because they haven't done damn work bro it's just it's not a good fit you in community with the person you rolling out your eyes about like bruh <laughs> right because at some point it is unfair mm. to become a drain on the community right? right at some point it is and again we we i realize I realize that everybody's situation is different. Right. Some people need medication. I understand that. Uh, everybody doesn't. Therapy, again, it's not a panacea. You need your friends. You need your family. You need a community. You need a community to help you serve the community. Right. And so for me, I think it's important to remember that it isn't that we shouldn't have compassion for people. But I also think that therapy is there to help make sure that communities can be healthy. That the community is stronger. That the community is stronger. If I am better, if yes. I am a better person, then I'm part, I improve the community. Right. Yeah, I love that. Just think of the community had a group mindset of better, of being better, of being healthy, of being of being um, like I, I mentioned to you before, like altruistic, like uh, uh, wanting to ascend. Because I think it, when we're not dysfunctional and mind you, none of us are perfect, but if we all have a group mindset to be better, to make the compute, the community better to be uplifting in nature knowing that we're imperfect we're having we're going to have a better community and it's going to be able to make more impact that's right and and listen when my therapy ends in the next six months or so by may or june of next year six seven months i'm not going to be perfect uh -uh. i'm going to be just as imperfect as i ever was but I won't have the same imperfections that I had eight years ago. And because the community of my therapist, my family, my friends have all helped me get better, I'm now in a position to improve every community of which I am a part. So the, the community of academic philosophers is better off with a healthy Tim Golden. The community of criminal defense lawyers is better off with a healthy Tim Golden, not to mention the clients who I will be representing are better off with a healthy 
Tim Golden and my beloved theater, the stage, the the arts, creative artistic performance, the theater, my cast members of shows that I will perform in, they are all better off with a healthy Tim Golden. You know why? Because a healthy Tim Golden is going to know his lines. A healthy Tim Golden is going to be at rehearsal on time. A healthy Tim Golden is going to be analyzing precedent in cases that I handle so that all my objections, my writing, and my speech, those are the words are the lawyer's tools. You got to be able to speak well. You got to be able to write well. And I'll be able to do both of those things the better I am. And the community of academic philosophers is better off when I'm a productive te- scholar and teacher. So it, it and plug plug your own communities in. I would say go further using you as an example. Those were those are those things or those communities that you mentioned were in a lot of ways professional. Your friend group will be my, better yeah my friends my my community of friends is better with a healthy tim golden right 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 your fan your family your my family fam- my, my brothers and sisters the community of my brothers and sisters are better off with a healthy tim right i talked right. to my sister on the phone for three hours last night exactly okay? and we just chopped it up man jason hall is a better pro- motown philly is yeah yeah Y'all are better. Tim Golden. Yeah. Okay. And Jay, listen, Jason Hall is better off if Tim is healthy. I'm better off if Jason is healthy. And so what we want you to see, what I hope you're seeing now is the interconnectedness of everyone and everything. Tim, Tim, we wouldn't have a podcast, bro. Wait, we wouldn't do y'all. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be here um, if we didn't seek out help in the area that are professional um, as part of our community in order to be better for ourselves and for our community. And now we hopping on here, creating more community. We're creating more community. It's a proliferation of communities based on health and well-being of those parts of the human self that are unseen Mm -hmm. good job and what ends up you know what ends up happening jason at some point you stop living life from the outside in and you start living from the inside out yeah chick (laughs) and when you start living from the inside out man because here's the thing y'all the world needs you just as you are the world needs what is inside of you mm-hmm. the purest form of you yeah, like the purest, the purest form, form of who you, the healthiest form of who you are yeah man. the world desperately needs that that special someone that might not be in your life right now but that you're hoping will be in your life at some point that special someone in that romantic relationship they need the best version of who you are on the inside mm-hmm. go do the work y'all go, go do the work you know it's funny jason because you listen to people and we always talk about people are on dating apps and i'm going to do this and i'm going to do this and meet this person and the internet is full of relationship advice a lot of it bad some of it worse, a smidgen <laughs> of it may be good, okay, whatever. And we are waiting, so many people, men and women, we are waiting for someone to come to us and we are not doing anything. And mm, prove the us that we have. Stay there. I mean, if I was where I was eight years ago, I wouldn't be good for nobody. But I'm not even good. If if you're not good for yourself, you're not good for nobody else. Yes, stay there. Okay. I mean, and I can, I'm, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about the level of my dysfunction and where it was eight years ago. I was good. I wasn't good for myself and I wasn't good for anybody else. But over time, 
I have paid so much attention to my own healing that I'm in a place right now where I could actually really, I believe, since I'm, I, I could be good for someone. Oh, yeah, definitely. A I thousand percent. Really good. Really good for someone. So, you know, I mean, we we could we could wait around for somebody to come to us or we could come to ourselves. And when, when you come to you, it's better than when anybody else comes to you. Man, Damn, you dropping gems, bro. Oh, when we come to ourselves, guys, think about that. Think about that. So this is like the foundation and the premise of what this podcast is about. Like it starts with self. And I don't know where you've come from or what ideas you've thought about. Sometimes we can look so much on the outside. We can point so much fingers to the blame of why I am where I am. And because this happened to me, because they did that to me, because of all these things. But bro, sis, it starts with you. It starts with us. Until we take accountability to say, right, what are some things in my life that I can get better? Who can help me? Because we need the help. And there are professionals that are that are dedicated, that are certified, that are licensed to help your situation. But it starts with raising your hand and saying, I need help. I can't figure my, I can't reason my, I can't logic myself out of this. Cause y'all know we can tell ourselves what well, we okay, or I really don't need. And then you look at some things in your life and you find yourself spinning and cycling over the same things that you've been cycling over for years, yeah, even decades. And you find yourself emotionally with the anxieties with the depressions, with the things that keep you stuck, you know it. And there is help out there, but it starts with it starts with that self-accountability. We can point so many fingers outside of us, but it starts with what are those conversations we have we're having with ourselves? How are we communicating with ourselves? And if you sniff out and hear those things to not be well, maybe it's because you aren't necessarily as well as you need to be in order to move past those thoughts those premonitions those ideations of not of of not good health and jason listen man you said something a minute ago i the first step for me i'm speaking from my own experience the first step for me was to recognize the role that I played mm. in my own dysfunction. Mm. Now I am used you, if you listen to us, if you've been around with us for the past year, you know Jason and I don't have any problem being vulnerable. Jason interviewed me about six months ago, seven, eight months ago maybe. And I told you my story as a survivor of emotional abuse. And right. I remember one of the most difficult sessions at the very beginning when I started my therapy over eight years ago, was sitting down with my therapist. And she said to me, Tim, we have, she said, we have to get to the core of the role that you played in all of this. Mm. And I said, the role that I played Right. And then you immediately begin to look to other people. And she said, yes, Tim, the role that you played. She said, you played a role in this. Wow. That's powerful, Tim. And and until you come to grips with that, we're not going to be able to get very far. And so what I began to see was, oh, OK, this thing. Yeah, other people have hurt me, but this is not about the other people who hurt me. Mm -hmm. This is about why I allowed other people to hurt me. This is about me. And so for me, what I want y'all to understand is that accountability 
is a big part of therapy, or at least it was, it has been for me, right? right. I had to face myself and say, Tim, you have to do better, right? And everybody's journey is different. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. No one owes us anything. No one owes us anything. I'm a survivor of emotional abuse. I, I was married to a woman who was emotionally abusive. I've had episodes of emotional abuse in my past. None of this is about her. None of this is about directing bitterness or anger or, or hatred at her or at anybody else who may have done me wrong in life. So you feel no sense of deserving anything like you does. You 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 need someone to like you does. You need something from someone. No, I'm not entitled to anything because nobody owes me anything. My ex-wife don't owe me anything. Nobody else who ever hurt me. They don't owe me a thing. I owe me. I it is my responsibility to grapple with my own pain, to figure out why I'm in this situation. And that getting to that level of accountability for me was crucial in my healing because once I centered the attention on me, I started to see not only all the things that are wrong with me, but I started to see how everything that was wrong with me was connected to some kind of trauma that I suffered that had never been treated. Remember at the beginning, I told you I was like the equivalent of physical equivalent of walking around with, of trying to walk with two break, broken legs, two broken arms and wondering why, why does my body hurt so much? Hmm. We would look at a person in that situation and say, fool, you, you hurt. Look at what you've been through. Uh -huh. Right. And yet we somehow have a hard time doing that when it comes to the mental and the emotional. So we just have to realize, Jason, nobody owes us anything. I mean, for me, the greatest strides I have made over the past eight years are strides that I have made because I have been able to look at myself in the mirror and say, hey, Tim, you got to do better. You got to do better and you got to do better so that the community can do better. And what therapy has done for me is it has given me the tools to help be better. And I'm grateful for that. No, I love that. Here's here's I know we're going to land the plane in a second. My last question is, um, and it's just a thought question that just came to me like, what if the idea is comes to someone and says, why do I have to do better? Or why do I have to, like, why do I need to do that? You know, you don't have to do better if you don't want to. You can do whatever you want. And the question is going to be, if you decide to stay where you are, that's fine. But if you can do better, why not do better? You could be on the verge of a life that not only a life that you have always wanted, but why would it, it would be, it would be disappointing for you to deprive the world of who you really are your best self because the world needs you and i'm talking to everybody anybody out there who's listening man woman boy girl whomever the world needs you jason and i are both from the judeo-christian tradition we believe human beings are created in the image of god and i'm saying to you if you're by your phone listening right now when God made you he broke the mold there's nobody else like you yeah. so why it would it would be it would be a disappointment for you to deprive the world of who you are because you have so much to give to 
You have so much to give to the community. You have so much. I mean, you are so important. You are so talented. You are so capable. Your sphere of influence has the potential to be so great. Maybe not in its range, but perhaps in its impact. Mm. You may never be a world-renowned speaker, but you might be a better mother. Be a better father. Be a better brother or sister. Shoot, you might just be a better friend. And maybe the impact that you have will be transformational in the people in your life, on the people in your life, if you stopped depriving the world of who you are. Don't don't disappoint us. Don't disappoint. We need you. We need you. We need you. Very well said. We land in this plane. We land in this plane. Hey, listen, we need y'all. Look, I feel like we need to be giving out some numbers right now. Like, it's the phone number. You hit me up. Y'all need to talk, you know, whatever. We here for it. But listen, me and Jay are here for all of it. Jason and I love each other as brothers, and we love all of y'all, too. One of these days, we're going to do a live podcast and we're going to be in the studio. We need to get an audience and we'll have some folks around. We we shooting this thing up to 100 episodes. I'm trying to get to triple digits sure. and, and we're looking forward to that day. So, you know, we're, we're playing something like that. But right now, as you listen to us, we just want you all to know that therapy can only help you get better. We know everybody's story is different. We know everybody's mind and body are different. Some folks might need meds. Other folks might not. Whatever the case is, just don't neglect yourself. Just pay attention to yourself. Mm -hmm. The difference between self-denial and self-neglect, right? Yeah. If you want to deny yourself through... Uh, through not going off on somebody if they cut you off in traffic and not indulging that part of you that demands to be honored and respected that's one thing but don't neglect yourself please don't don't try to don't walk around or try to walk around with a broken leg and a broken arm wondering why you're in pain if your spirit is crushed you got anxiety and depression reach out go get some help so you might you might need medication you might not whatever the case is just don't neglect yourself because if you do you deprive us of you and i want to say this as we fin as we close and finish like i want to give those who are listening under the sound of our voices i want to give that person permission to focus on their selves to pay attention to their selves because in some way, whether it's culturally or whether it's something about the environment that says you needed to take care of other people and you only had to focus on the well-being of those who are around you. And so behaviorally, it's it feels awkward. It feels uh, uncomfortable. It feels unnatural to focus good, honest attention on yourself because that to you is a foreign act and a foreign behavior but I want to give you permission to pay attention to yourself pay attention to the words that you're saying to yourself out loud and in silent that conversation that you're having with yourself what are you saying I want to give you the permission to focus and pay just due attention to you because you matter and you deserve it. Wow. That's right, y'all. You matter. You deserve it. And we need to see you at your best. Because yeah. you when you are at your best, whoever you are, when you are at your best, the world is better off. True. So, Jay, where can they find you, man? You guys can hit me up and find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. Um, that's 
the at the speakers mechanic excuse me guys at the speakers mechanic you can find me there hit me up shoot me a dm or you can find me on linkedin jason hall communication skills coach where i help professionals and entrepreneurs and business owners communicate well to their community that they if they're having any struggles or difficulties where it comes to communicating their brand or just having anxieties about talking speaking in public and things of that nature hit me up on either one of those platforms and see if we can do some things together so i can help tim where can we find you at my good friend y'all can find me on instagram also known as the gram at a good golden man you can find me on x formerly known as twitter at drtj golden esq and you can find me last but not least on facebook at tim golden three things in life are certain death taxes and yours truly is the only black man in walla walla named tim golden i guarantee it take that check to the bank it won't bounce you will get paid I do believe season two, episode eight is in the books and that until next week, you and I are out of here like Vladimir. Peace. Peace.